Hey, besties. Welcome to the BFF Bookcast. We're your hosts, Teresa and Katie. Before we jump in, we just want to remind everyone that what we discuss are our own thoughts and opinions. Just remember, we are here to have a good time. And as always, please check trigger warnings before reading any books we will be discussing. And beware, we curse like the Bat Boys probably do during their annual snowball fight. Hey, Katie. Hey, Tay. <laughs> How you doing? Oh, splendid. Should I sit always. on the floor too? Actually, I I'm like very propped up like on the couch. I literally just set myself up for failure when I put my stand all the way over here. Yeah, you did. You set it up very strange. Today. I don't know what I was thinking. I was um, talking to Gil. That's what I was not focused yeah. on. Yeah. And she's so distracted by my beauty. Totally. Same. I thought I, you know, like you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, not bad but like for like i'm dressed down in my like oh yeah comfies but not bad for like my comfy look and then like you look at yourself in the bed and you're like what the fuck like yeah every my, day my eyes glazed over every day when i go to work so I like mean, in so my bad. own bathroom lighting i'm like okay this is not terrible and then yeah. i get into the, my work bathroom lighting and i'm like i look on have you ever blended your makeup like did you put makeup on today? You know what I've noticed? So, <laughs> so annoying too. Like when I smile, I get these terrible, it's called being old, but like can't do anything right now because I'm pregnant. But like I need like a filler because I get like these deep set lines. I've noticed this with my cousins too. Okay. I don't think he fucking has it, motherfucker. But like a lot of the Olini girls, like Carrie has it. Like we have these like deep ingrained lines under our eyes. I mean, I never noticed it, but I feel like it's oh, something like that you notice about it's yourself. Like, yeah. It's so funny. It's like, I'm like looking at Leah, nine month old. And I'm like, like do you have, do you have these? Because this is going to suck for you. Too. No, I keep being like, okay, I need to get Botox. I'm getting, the like, this child evacuates my body. I will get um, Botox. Yeah. So I think I might make an appointment. Good for you. <laughs> um, actually, I kind of want to go before Florida. Maybe like next week. I'm getting my nails done tomorrow. Well, how exciting. Uh, it's been a while guys i normally do them myself but right now they're like nubs so i'm gonna go get like them done and then mm. i can just do my fit like i can fill them myself um so. i'm allowing myself to get pedicures starting so my sister's getting married my cousin's getting married and i have a bachelorette so i figure like yeah i mean my stomach isn't big right now so it's, can i bend over and do my toes yes do i want to nah so I'm That's the thing. I'm going to treat myself to pedicures. I could do a lot of things Same. myself. Like like I said, I can do my own fills. Like I was doing my nails all last year, but I like to get the first set done professionally. Because like they shape them. Again, I like when my nails grow long enough and I put the gel on, like I can grow them out, but I'm, I can't like put my own tips on no. and like shape that. I can't do that. I mean, can I? Yes. But like, no. Sometimes it's worth pampering yourself here and there. Honestly, like, right. It's and, like, I wouldn't get pedicure. I'd probably get... I always get like one good pedicure before like the, the sandals come out just to kind of yes. like get your feet looking a little bit prettier than like the crust and the dust that's like been happening for mm -hmm. the winter. And I'm a runner. So like yeah. it ain't cute sometimes, but I'm like, no, because of all like the things happening, I'm wearing open toed shoes. Like I need them to look okay. It's like a weird thing, but I get more pedicures in the winter because I feel like with like your feet, like in socks, socks. and shoes, they get kind of gross, but like. Yeah. In the summer, I'm like barefoot, twenty four seven. Yeah, I don't know. My feet are better in the summer, so Same. like I can paint my own. I know I like pedicures because I like having like them like scrape Scraped. my heels. That's literally why I can and, like, yeah paint, I can like paint my own. I can like, paint my own yeah. really well. And sometimes like I even I even left a nail salon. I mean I go to a good one now, but like I've left nail salons where I'm like I could have done a better job. Yeah, that's honestly the most frustrating. It's the most frustrating, but I love a good scrape. I love a good like clean all my cuticle and yeah. gunks out, and then. Like, honestly, I'd, sometimes I'd be like, you can send me home now because I'll just, like, paint my own. Yeah, like, but I don't I have, have the paint. Yeah. Now. Well, that's good. 
I know. So I'm gonna start doing that. But but as for like Botox, I really can't wait. I know. And you know I really... what? You should just treat yourself when you want. I to. honestly think I deserve it. Like you do. I've only gotten it. I got it right before my wedding, and then medical bills. So I was like, I shouldn't be spending this money on Botox because I have all these other things. But you know what? YOLO. This is my treat to myself. Also, like, do what you want. Because, like, I can't say when people are like, that's so fake. Like, oh, who no. cares? Like, I'm just like, should I be spending the money? I, same. That's where my first thought well, is. <laughs> but get, I'm like, yes. No, Get that Botox. Get that filler. Get whatever the fuck you want. I mean, like, some people look a little crazy. Don't do that. But, like. I just want to smooth out my lines. I don't want to look exactly I want to look, like my age. I want to look 30, not 35. Yeah, or even like 32. Yeah. Knock a couple years off, would Honestly, you? I tell everybody I'm 28 when I meet them, and like nobody's questioned me yet. I don't think, I feel like we always kind of get tagged at like a 29, 28 yeah. age range. I also think I act a lot younger than I am. I also think it's the way you dress too, because like if you put my sister next to me. Yeah. Gina is always, Gina is fashion. Yeah, Gina she's like immaculate, impeccable. Like, hair done. There is some stitch of like more than just mascara on that child's face. Yes. So if you put a side by side, I automatically look younger just because I'm like messy pony mascara yeah. basically on from yesterday still and like baggy sweats. Whereas like she looks like. I was going to say like there's the whole, um, I don't want to say it's drama on TikTok, but the whole like Gen Z versus millennial who looks older. And it's not because like I've seen like videos. I think that Gen Z, they, they, because of like makeup tutorials and like, just like the way that like makeup and fashion and all that is, they look more mature. Not yes. that they look old at all, no, but like they when, look more mature. If you look at pictures of me when I was 20, I looked like I was 14. Yes. We were children. Like, looked like a baby. Our dressed sucked in the early Horrible. 2000s. There was like no, there was nobody online to like teach us like how to look good. And like those who were, it okay. Who's that, that, is that, who's that one girl that like, she does a dream at moose shit where you put like the honey beige on. Like that's the shit that we fucking Yes. Get. Like I cringe watching those. No, things. it's really disgusting. Yeah. Like we had nobody to teach us like no. makeup. We didn't have the, I mean, we didn't really have the internet until we were already like in college. Yeah. Like we, like, we were the, just, the, we were getting like the basics of internet. Like it was in, Facebook and that was it. And you didn't get Facebook until our a fucking college student. To I was going to say, I didn't get it until my senior year. Like yeah. we had like AOL, yes. but like. It was instant messenger and that was basically it. The internet, like we had it, but it wasn't a thing. YouTube was like just starting. You know, whatever. So we had nobody to teach us yeah. how to like look better, but it's the same thing now. So like there are like 12 year olds, which like, it's so funny when we get to see those get ready with me. It's like, these girls are like 12, 13. I do not like that. 12 and 13. No, but they're, watch <laughs> they're watching somebody like Alex Earl, who's like, beautiful they're watching her get ready with yeah. these and they're doing they're emulating a 23 year old girl which is like fine to do obviously but it makes them look more mature than they yes. are so they look older than they are yeah like well we dress like like yeah. 12, as 12 year olds versus what 12 like i know i don't now. look 21 but i see some 21 year olds who look i don't want to say they look older than me they just look more mature than i do because they're emulating people who are older yes. than them. We're like, maybe if you we, put a side by side, you saw the wrinkles. You well, know. no, I was going to say, my, <laughs> like my skin, you, you look, you get a really good look at me. You're like, that bitch is old. Um, but half the time, I'm not like, this is what I look like, which is like pale people in the winter. And I am. Oh, I'm, pale. well, I'm not. Teresa no. has an olive undertone. Let her fucking tell you. I was going to say, I know so that I'm like naturally more tan. Yes. I'm not a pale person, in no. that, but I'm pale for me. You're pale for you. Yes. So I get like the like the purple like under yeah. my eyes. Yeah, I look. I just look. I have like the pink undertones. Yeah. Whereas like if you have a like my sister has like a yellow undertone, which that's lucky because you don't look as sick. Whereas like 
I look the epitome of like the, even this morning I was like, girl, it's time to break out that self-tana again because it is time. Yeah. It also doesn't help that my roots are so grown out. It's really hard being a blonde. It is not hard being a very dark brunette. No. There are times that like, and I know you'll talk me out of it, like I sent you the one video before, but I like so contemplate all the time, like going a solid color. I'm like, I don't you're right. I will fucking hate it. She sent me like the cowboy copper, like orange, like red. And do I think it would look amazing? Yes. Do I think Katie will hate it? One hundred percent. You'll come home and you'll cry and you'll immediately want to go back to blonde and it'll like you'll have to strip your hair and your hair's healthy. You like me. don't do it. I know. You've been blonde for too long to do anything else. I know. It's so bad, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, I literally sitting there, I was like, all right, my mom carries this really well. I feel like I could do this too. Yeah, no, your mom carries it amazing. But my mom also doesn't have my coloring for skin color. Like, she's a different, like, she doesn't look, like, she's, she's, t- like, tan. I don't even know how to explain it. Like, she's tanner. She's always flushed. That's she's what I think it is. She's always a flush. But she has, like, <laughs> a, t- a darker skin tone yeah. than I do with a red undertone. Yeah. Whereas, like, I'm just white. <laughs> Katie is a marshmallow. I literally made a pivot of, like, a piece of paper. <laughs> like, I... Okay, like, we're obviously not talking anything about books right now, but it doesn't matter. So, I'm going to Florida in a few weeks, and I'm coming home the day before um, Katie's sister's bridal shower. And I was, like, last night, I was like, oh, my God, you guys, I'm going to be so tan at the bridal shower. And, like, Katie and her mom looked at me, and they were like, we need to get spray tan. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is not going to be okay. <laughs> that was, like, almost a, like your um, your baby shower last year. I came home from Florida. Yeah. And I was, like, so tan. And Gil, like, all week, he's like, you are so tan, you look dirty. <laughs> he's like, you are just, like, so tan right now. <laughs> He's like, it looks like you just rolled around in mud. I Gil gets just as dark. <laughs> yeah, but he has been studying for a year, so he has not seen True. a UV, like, right? <laughs> Does and he know what sun looks like? <laughs> he's going to burn. I just know that he's going to be so, like, uh, hard-headed about wearing SPF. Because he's going to be like, I just want to get tan. And he, like, lets himself burn, and then he can't go in the sun for, like, a week. And I just know he's going to fight with me about putting on sunscreen. You should just, like, let him fall asleep and just start spraying him down. Honestly, I'm going to say this. I never wore sunscreen growing up. Never. Never got burnt. And then obviously the older I got, I was like, okay, I have to like care about UV rays. And I think I get more, it takes me longer to get as dark, but I get darker now with sunscreen. I'm it's not, more of like a, yeah. it's, like, it's more like a gold where like, I don't know. Yeah. I will say for being as white as I am. You get a good tan. I get a very good tan. Yeah. Thank you. Italian you know who gets red? Tom. Yes. <laughs> but he does get, he gets it turns. Like a, it turns, but he doesn't get the same color tan that I get. It's so it, like genetics are interesting. Yes, like, he has Italian in him, but he is mostly like Russian and Polish. Mm-hmm. So like he gets a he gets an interesting gold. He gets like a surfer boy gold. Yes. Whereas like I almost then resemble maybe a smidge of like my Italian heritage when I can get like a good base of color. Yeah, that's the only time I look. maybe maybe oh, I just ask. can't wait to be in the sun. I'm jealous. I no, I am excited for Charleston. I am very I'm hoping excited it's in like Charleston. the 70s, like the the, the like low 70s. I would say high there. 60s, low 70s would be like ideal. I'm really crossing my fingers. I'm really, really excited. If I could like talk everyone into just like staying there for like forever, I would. I also can't wait to like come home and like recap our time because it's our Same. first book event that we're going to. So we're going to Sweetgrass in Charleston on the 23rd yes. of March. Um, it's our first book event. And I'm just like not prepared because like I honestly like I know people are gonna bring like 80 books. I'm like I'm only bringing like two books per author that I care about. Same. I I'm like, I don't need 15 books signed by one author. No. And some authors have a cap. Like I think Elsie Silver is only 
signing up to five, which makes sense because that would be her whole Chestnut Spring series. Yes. But then like I like was in the group today and there are some authors that were like, oh, no limit. I'll sign whatever you bring. And I'm like, okay, but what if people bring 30 books? It's just like long, that's like long lines. Well, I was gonna say, it's also end. just like not fair to people that maybe are at like the end of the line. like And just have one or just at the end in general. Like just, also, just want to get something signed and meet the author. I don't have a million dollars and I don't need to be paying for a whole suitcase worth of books. No, we don't got that kind of money. So I'm going to bring like, like, okay, like uh, Krista and Becca Ritchie, the Addicted Callie Sister series. That's 10 books. I'm not bringing all 10. I'm only going to bring my like three favorites. Like I'm going to, and even like, I love all of them. I love her Chestnut Springs and the um, Gold Rush Ranch. I'm bringing Heartless and that's it. I'm just going to bring my favorites. Like even like L. Kennedy, I own all of her books. I'm probably going to bring him, which I need to actually DM her because I I heard, heard somebody say that because it's, her and Serena Bowen that she won't sign copies oh, unless Serena's also there. That's okay. So I need to make sure. That's but obviously I'm gonna bring the deal and the score and then that's it. Like I don't need every single L Kennedy book that I own signed. No. If it was like if she was like in New York City, like doing her own thing, like maybe I would I feel like I still wouldn't bring them all. I also do like the idea of, of um what Tori said like book plates. Oh yeah. That's a really good idea. So, as yeah, well. so I think that's actually I think that's what we should do. Because I agree. The, like um so authors will just sign the book plates and you can just stick the sticker in the book. Yes. It's the same concept. It's really the same thing. I'm there for the vibes, you know? I'm mostly that's the thing. I'm mostly there for the vibes. And I wanna like meet Pia. Like, yeah, I wanna socialize. Yeah. I wanna like I don't wanna be first off fuck no so i'll be like 20 weeks pregnant i ain't carting shit around but like i don't want to be running from author to author with like a suitcase behind us trying to like get in line and wait no yeah we have to look into that um bye yeah maybe this weekend yeah i like i looked into something yeah we need a cart because i'm not carrying those around and like i'll break my back yes i did pre-order three books that are like special editions but that's it so like Okay. I'm not gonna do that. I'm being. I'm gonna be like. I'm gonna try I honestly one. only did the one girls, the two, because I was gonna buy them anyway. So then why? Not? And I was like, the special edition copies are only like three dollars more than the paperback on Amazon. So like, who cares? So, and like they're all like they're already signed. So like I just got to go pick them up. That's amazing. And then I, all, I ordered Reckless, but like the only one, the Elsie Silver Sweetgrass special editions are really nice. I know, like I keep like looking at them. And I'm like, oh, well, know, so good. she closed. So okay, so the pre-orders were supposed to go until the 10th, mm-hmm. and I like woke up like last Thursday, and I just like had this like feeling, and I was like, I need to place my order today, Ooh. and I did. And then on Saturday morning, Friday morning or Saturday morning. I saw an announcement in the Facebook group that due to like the volume, she closed the pre-order early. So I said the screenshot to Mary and I was like, I hope you ordered. And she was like, no, I was going to order literally like tonight. So I know like a lot of people are upset, but I kind of like, okay. So I don't, Okay, so the reason why she closed it early was because she has to sign them prior to the event. But in my head, I'm like, if I was bringing a copy of Reckless already, if you're signing five books, like that's your limit, and somebody pre-orders one and it's unsigned, can't you just sign it there as like one of the five? You know what I mean? Like why can't, which somebody did ask that. And then the, the, one of the admins in the group was like, oh, we'll actually ask. Cause like, maybe you just pre-order it without the signature and then get it signed that day. Like I would do that. Yeah, because they're really, really pretty. I know. When you sent them, I was like, or whoever. I was gonna, I was gonna order you the heartless one. 
But then I was like, I wanted to be surprised, but I was like, what if she orders it herself? Because I feel like it's something you would do. I know. It's very me. Yeah. But at the same time, too, I'm also like, do I really just want one random rogue copy? Yeah. That's like my only hang up. I'm like, I, I know. Pardon was like, just fucking buck. But again, do I want Botox or do I want books? Botox. I already have the, I already have the books. They're very pretty. I don't need my whole my whole thing too is like I have one shelf that I work that I'm working with. I'm like even when I move, like yeah. sure maybe Tom could potentially build me another one to put in the dining room because I will have books in my dining room. But like that's not where we're at right now. We're still in like that small apartment. So yeah, like, I'm limited. No, I'm going to actually move my desk to the wall of my shelves because it's smaller, and I'm going to move my shelves to where my desk is and buy two more. I like that idea because I need more. You do. I do. It's time. It's time. It's like time. I have, it's just a mess up there. Um. Anyway, happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> it's not. It's not like a holiday I really care too much about. I love Valentine's Day because I love. You're saying this. I love sweets. I do like Reese's. Um. It's also the 15th anniversary for Mindy Gill's first kiss, which like it just happened to be on Valentine's Day. There's no like romance behind it. We were just drunk at a party on Valentine's Day when we kissed for the first time. <laughs> Um, but like yesterday I was like, ew, I've been kissing you for 15 years. That mouth. Um just <laughs> doesn't have one of those. I'm kidding. I'm I know, kidding. I know, I know. <laughs> You're allowed to be mean to him. Um so anyway, so we were just gonna go through like some of our favorite book couples. Yes. And this is like not a comprehensive list. Um no. because I feel like there's gonna be a lot that I'm like clearly missing. Um but yeah. Also, like, the vibes. Like, you know, when you're in a book for the vibes, you're like, wow, these are amazing people. And then, like, the book ends and you're like, who? Yeah. Like, I was, was going to say, like, <laughs> these are probably more couples than I'm like, I still think that, like, I still think about them. I agree. There's a lot where I'm like, that's amazing. And then I just, like, close the book and I put it on my shelf. And then, like, I'm like, wait, what was that book about? Um, I don't even want to say any of the SJM couples because, duh. Like, yeah, do we like have I, to talk? We don't talk about recent Feyre or Aylin and Rowan. or recent Feyre, I feel like top – Top of the line, so is Rowan and Aylin. Yeah. Yeah. Like Hunt and Bryce. Like we We don't need just to talk like about that. It's a standard them. that we just know is there. We yeah. don't need to ever talk about them. I'm glad that we're on that same page because I was like, do I have to mention them? No. No. Um, Roman and Iris from Divine Rivals. Yeah. Especially like in book one. I was like, saying book one. It yeah. was like all it feels like book two, like it lacked like the two of them together, but he crawls to her. Yeah, he does. He he crawls. As he's dying. As he's dying. Spoiler. <laughs> oh, heavy on the spoilers um, in this episode because you know us. We don't know how to shut the fuck up. Um, I wanted, I was going to say every Emily Henry couple, which true. But like I have a special place in my heart for Gus in January from Beach Read. I just like, I don't know what it is about them because I love Charlie and Nora I actually love all of them. Like, Alex is probably my least favorite, but, like, just by default, because you have to have a least favorite. But, like, yeah. Gus and January are just, like, the blueprint. Like, I love them so much. I agree. Um, my tried and true, Cade and Willa. There's something about a grumpy fucking guy. You love, you love I, Cade. I love Cade. He's just chef's kiss. He is chef's kiss. Um, I mean, I would be crazy to not mention Lance and Darcy. Yeah. Listen, wow. am I annoyed wow. with the writers about yes. the last book? Yes. Do I love Lance Orion? Yes. Do I love Lance and Darcy? Yes. Yes. Like, I honestly, like, now that I'm talking about them, I, like, want to just, like, go and, like, just listen to Lance and Darcy chapters, specifically from book three, 
one oh, the, yeah. like the fairy festival and then the like blue like when she like shows up at his friggin house like apartment whatever i like and then when her. he like for example when he like gets arrested oh and then God, he has to be like, mean to her but they get back together and they're like i love. was like, weirdly thinking one day about like the, like we both read those books within a week of each other i was on my honeymoon so you read them but like i had come home early and like binged them because i was in quarantine like yeah. in house with nothing else to do but read and like they were so fucking good no they were so good but, like all the fucking feels like i had to text you about like book six because i was like yeah i'm about to fucking kill myself with book five about the dnf because like i can't take the turmoil like yeah. just push through you're fine i do tend <laughs> my poor child's be so fucking like he's be fucked up like we'll go through the colors she can't talk but like i'm obviously just like this is blue yeah and I'm, like blue means you yeah <laughs> she's gonna like literally be like blue means me and i'm like yeah yeah trick is your eyes <laughs> meanwhile it's like yeah no i mean i love those but i i'm i'm ex the closer it gets like the last one coming out i do think that i think that they realized i hope so think about it they it's been over a year it's been a year and a half i honestly think that they were like we can't fuck this up no these people are already like teetering on like what kind of piss yeah like P yeah, P I, you know what i'm pissed about i'm, I'm pissed actually not i enjoyed book eight. like when we were reading book eight we were enjoying it like yes. there was just a lot that could have been taken Did out I finish it and go what was the point of this right. yes i will say i think my annoyance really stems from like it's for the readers who are now, like, you've never read ZA. Yeah. Do you really step into no. a series that have three? Three, because let's be honest, the last one's going to be huge. O over a thousand page books? No. I wouldn't do it. So just like, you're like- They losing. dragged out yeah. too much. It did not need to be as long they as They really could just know that book eight, in my opinion. They Well, they could have definitely finished it in book yes. eight. The way that book seven ended- was the perfect cliffhanger for a, for a finale book after. So like they could have just gotten Lance, like all that could have been like resolved in the first 500 pages. And then the last 500 could have been like the battle with Lavinia and Lionel. Yeah. And then if, and then like, again, if you've ever read a series by them, normally like the last like 30% of those books, like 30 to 25% is epilogue. And I honestly think that they could have just done without an epilogue at the end of book eight, like kind of close it all together and then come out with like a 500 page yeah. epilogue book that was all happy endings yes. and people would have creamed their pants for it. 100%. I think they just got they put the, like, they, they dug a hole for themselves. Yeah. They got a little too cocky. I think thinking like yeah. it was the cash cow. Definitely. I also, it just, but like, it's so bothersome. Like I get maybe why, cause like you're riding this like insane fucking high, but like, and Jerry, they probably love the I, like, characters and don't want to like can, give yes, up on them. Yeah. Them, like, I think they almost like did them a disservice. Yes. Like Jerry's Jerryisms, as I like to say, like I thought they were really funny. They're and funny like, when you're not getting a whole chapter of her. Yeah. Like, like she's like, good okay. comedic relief, like in yes. somebody else's chapter. She does like, not I, need her own too much. Even the whole like Seth and like what's his face, like going like it just like never progressed that like it got me annoyed after certain. If anything, I feel like it it went back regress yeah yeah it just didn't do Tori, like her whole character development regressed like i yeah. think there was just they added obviously more people to have to fight in the end they they dug themselves a hole i think that they're clawing their way out of it so I'm, i i'm keeping my hopes high for book nine 
you'll be the first to hear it from me if I'm pissed off. Oh, yeah, honest. you'll hear it from me, too. Like, I'm, I'm not going like, to share it. I'm already, it. like, on the fence with this whole book eight shit. Like, yes, did I enjoy while I was in it? Yes. But, like, I think it was for 1,200 fucking pages. I not, not enough happened. Like, yeah. I was like, if you want to give me, like, a 600-page book where, like, I'm still, like, what is this doing? I'm still going to be like, a little kind of, like, 1,200. Yeah. Like, plated prisoner series. Not to go completely, like, off of, like course with talking about our favorite couples but played a prisoner the last book that just came out was 600 pages of like barely anything and it was kind of pointless where i would just wait it much rather waited like another year to get the finale um but again it was only 600 pages versus like 1200 so i'm not like as mad about it like a 600 page book i think is like a a lot of what what we typically all read like especially if you are into fantasy so like it's like annoying yeah and time consuming but like 1200 pages yeah, 1,200 pages. Do you know what Sarah J. Mass figured out in fucking 1,000 in Kingdom of Ash? A lot. A lot. I, I can keep ranting, but I Okay, yeah, no, sorry. Go on. Couples, happy thoughts. Valentine's Day. So this is another um, Elsie Silver series. It's the Gold Rush Ranch series. This is book three called The Front Runner. Um, this also follows Violet's line, FYI. Yes, so that's the sister. This is Stefan and Mira. So Stefan is made out to be like villain-esque. Which, name like, like that who doesn't love a good villain um and mira is the veterinarian who treats all the horses so, like she she has like this whole like misconstrued thought about who this guy is mm-hmm. and like he's just like a little like angel baby underneath and, like i fucking love it it was such it was a really good it's it's like a 4.25 series at like compared to the five star series of chestnut springs okay but this book i was like this was my this was like her first series so i feel like yeah. she probably worked things out and it like for her first series I'd say it's pretty damn good in my opinion. I know, I still have to read those. It's so, it's such a fun, easy, like, quick read. But, like, Stephanie Mira, book three, is where it's at. I have a feeling I'm parked in a really wonky spot. So, like, the other side of the road was all crazy. <laughs> Someone's creeping outside. <laughs> yeah, there were, like, crazy lined cars, which I'm like, this is annoying. So, like, I'm parking the opposite side of the street. So, like, there's no way to, like, really, like, this one car only. Anywho, it keeps beeping outside. Um, Okay. Um, I'm gonna do two next because I refuse to pick one. But Garrett Graham and Allie, not Allie, Hannah, Hannah, and then Dean and Allie because, duh. Like one thing El Kennedy is gonna do is write a college hockey romance that I'm going to read, devour, and enjoy. Eat up. Like the amount of times that I have listen to the audiobooks of those two it's, a, it's a, infinite it's a, i don't even count them anymore when i listen to them as like rereads i'm just like her her deal and the score rereads are like my harry potter rereads yeah like i just audio. i just I like listen them. to them i'm just like okay yeah. cool um i don't think like i need to go into what those are if you don't know what they are you're stupid you've been living under a rock I'm just about all the time. i honestly just like love like yelling at our listener <laughs> you do <laughs> They're great on audio. They're amazing on audio. If you're, I read them both first and then I downloaded the audio. The audio is amazing for those two. I'm going to say one, one couple because I feel like you would have one of these characters, like one of these couples on your list. Okay. I think as a whole, Tara DeWitt writes amazing, diverse couples, yeah. which I think everyone should experience. Like I love, there's, it's hard to really pick a favorite because I think she does them so well yeah. like the co-op like it, those characters fit with the book like it just yes like you love them when you're in them yes like do i like relate to lauren like not really no but i love her but i love her like but i will say 
I was a major fan of Rootbound. Like I Farley is like Farley and Meyer. I mean, I was gonna, I was gonna wait for last. I figured you were gonna have yeah, them, no, so I didn't want to yeah. write them on mine. But like, I really did love Tate and oh my god, what's Tate and um, I read it so long ago. Oh my god, it like it always this book like sticks with me for some reason. I I loved Rootbound. I mean, I I read it on my honeymoon in France. I was on the I was on the beach in Nice, not to brag. I know the last name's Logan, Tate Logan. Yeah. So obviously, that was going to be Leah's name. But I remember texting you and being like, you have to read Rupert. Henry? Henry. Henry. And, like, I put it off for so long, I was like, what the fuck am I doing? But I will say, in her new book that comes out I was going to say Saber It. I fucking love Sage and Fisher. Yeah. They were amazing. Like, I again, so when all Yeah, when she like, sent it to us, she was like, you might love them more than Farley and Meyer, which... I'm a big I, when I like love something, I it's very hard to like dethrone something that I like have like an obsession with. I become like really attached. Yeah, it's like my favorite things. I think maybe if I read Saber at first, I would have liked it. I would have loved them more. But funny feelings to me that. is just like it cannot be dethroned. I, I am. I you know what I mean. I understand that completely. Yeah. But like savor it when you you guys need to run, not walk, to pre-order this. Yes. So it delivers immediately. And honestly, get yourself the paperback because it's beautiful. Yes. Um, this is now turned into a Tara DeWitt stand show. But like, I was gonna say, like, sorry that we're like blowing beautiful. her, but we like legitimately no, we, love everything she's blown. done. She deserves head every day of the week. <laughs> please, please message her that. Um, but you you I really do think like it's and if you're so like, wholesome. yeah, if you're a fan of Emily Henry or like Abby Jimenez, like those kinds of like, like romances where they're like funny, but they're also like deep and meaningful. If you're a fan of, of either of yeah. those or just like, you'll, then you'll love Tara Dwight. If you have yes. not, if you have not read anything by her yet, you know what's so get cool on about it. Her and there's only three. Well, because she's being like traditionally published. Yeah. So I don't actually, I know Funny Feelings is out. You can buy it at Barnes and Noble, but I don't, I feel like everything else has been pulled because she's getting, yeah. So I know the co-op is getting traditionally published. Are they on Kindle Unlimited? I can't remember. I don't re- I don't know if they were pulled from it or not. Maybe. I'm going to check right I, now. You know what's really cool that I like about her too? Keep looking. Yeah. They're all standalones. Yes. It's not a series. Like you could pick whatever you want to read first. There's and, like little Easter eggs, but yes. you would only pick up on them if you've read the, so like in Funny Feelings, something happens and then it's kind of like mentioned like, oh, I ran into this drunk guy blah, 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 in the co-op. And, like, you're only going to pick up on it if you've read Funny Feelings, like but it's... getting a ta- an umbrella yeah. tattoo, like... But, again, yeah, you don't need to know it, but, like, what, if you've read it, you do appreciate it. So, if, like, you really want to make sure you pick up the Easter egg, I'd say read Funny Feelings first, then the co-op. Um, okay, you could still get the co-op. Okay, the paperback, you can. But the it's still on Kindle Unlimited, which I'm confused about because I know that she's done a lot of edits, allegedly. Yeah, on the luckily. co-op um before like the the traditionally published version comes out but right now the old version's still on kindle unlimited just honestly if you want to wait for that wait if you don't like read it anyway like they're just all amazing you really can't go wrong with any of those books no like i couldn't like could i pick a favorite yes funny feelings but like savory's right there but then also there's like root bounds right there and then no i was gonna say like <laughs> if you if you're gonna make me rank it i would pick a least favorite because i had to but not because it's bad it's just like a four instead of a five. You know what I mean? Like they're yeah. all not good. They're all incredible. Um, yeah, no, Farley and Far I just love Farley and Meyer so much. <laughs> no, can't talk about it. Um, okay. 
Favorite? I'm gonna kind of ask you because I know who my favorite is. Is this the fucking? Okay, I think I know where this is going. No, I don't think you do. Okay, I was like wow. favorite Mariana Sapata couple. Oh wow, you know I didn't see that one coming. Okay, I'm gonna go Colty and Sal. Okay, but Diana and Dallas. Diana and Dallas are literally fucking phenomenal. I know they're my second. Favorite. I will say there is something about all roads. Oh yeah. I don't, no, I don't know yeah. if it's because maybe it's like the first Mariana Zapata book that I, I was going to say Colty was my first. Actually, no, Wall of Winnipeg was actually yeah, my first. Like, yeah. Um, and I love that. Don't get me wrong, but Colty, something about it. But yeah, All Roads. There's just something so fucking incredible about that book. Yeah. Um, if you don't like Slow Burn, don't read her books because they're so long and they're so slow. But I think that's what I love about them because like there's so much. You get such like more story. Does and you sense? get you get like a real relationship build between the two characters where like sometimes like an aura don't get me wrong like a 200 and like 50 300 page romance is right up my alley but i feel like sometimes i feel like the romance is rushed or like the relationship is rushed because there's not enough time to build where like in 500 pages of mariana's pot of slow burn there is time to build yes I did, the only thing I, do, I remember not liking about All Roads was like she was calling him Mr. Rhodes. It's an age gap. Um, it's like not like, that big of an age. It's not like that 10 big years. Age gap. And she's calling him. If I ever met a 45 year old man, I would never call him Mr. No. And like she, I know like that was like her landlord technically. So like, I, but like that was like my one like, what? Yeah. But like I really enjoyed it. But I will say Diana and Dallas were just like. Yeah. So that's wait for it. Diana and Dallas, <sighs> like literal, like amazing. I have a question then back for you. Okay. Because this is where I thought you were going to go. Okay. Favorite Liz Tomford couple. I get, see, this is what, like, this is where I'm, like, where I was coming from before with, like, the first couple that I read is normally ends up being my favorite. Mm -hmm. Which I shouldn't say that because I, there's, I mean, if we talk about the Edens or if we talk about Chestnut Springs, my favorite is not the first. But I am just such a Stevie and Xander's stand. Yeah, I know you are. But I don't know. I feel like Kai and Miller may have been oh, my favorite when I read that first. I'm kind of with you. Like, I liked I think that's the thing, though, because they're all, like, they're all, like, five stars to me. Yes. That it's, I just stick with my first because it's, that. like, whatever. <laughs> Where, like, in Chestnut Springs, my favorite being Theo is because, like. He's your golden retriever cinnamon roll that yeah. you just tend to gravitate towards. Yeah. I'm very but, much on the Kai Miller train as yeah. well. But, like, again, like, do I love Indian Ryan? Fuck yes. Do I love Stevie? I was going to say, there's yeah, no like, bad choice. No. There's no wrong answers here. No. Like, there really isn't a wrong answer. No. Um, I'm going to just give a shout-out to every addicted Callaway couple, but Connor and Rose are my favorite. Okay. And, like, I feel like they're everybody's least favorite. They are my favorite. I love the two of them so much. They are the backbone of that friend group. They are like the pillars that hold them all up like they are just and connor would love me saying this they are god tier like hit like just obsessed with them i love them so much if anybody has the special edition feel the fire it's a white cover with a male on the cover i think it's like pink writing if anybody has that doesn't want it and wants to sell it to me for like not a million dollars dm me anyway go on this is a shout out to ashley poston because I read The Day of Romantics, I liked it. But I wasn't, like, going to sing its praises. But the seven-year slip. Clementine and Elon. Yeah. 
they're just angelic little angel babies. It's a paranormal romance. Like it's a magic house that like sends you back seven years. So it's almost like second chance, if you will. Yeah. Like, and I do love a second chance romance. Who doesn't, honestly? But it's just like so, like watching them build, it was amazing. It was truly amazing. Um, so I'm, I'm like halfway through. Um, oh my God. Into the Dark, the, the new Magnolia Parks book. I'm going Magnolia and BJ. And I know that people don't like BJ because he cheated that one time. But if you haven't read The Long Way Home, that you don't understand the trauma that he went through, that kind of whatever. I love them. And I love the book. And I love their story. And that's all I'm going to say because I haven't finished the last book and I don't want to spoil for anybody since it just came out literally yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm like taking through my list. Obviously, like, shout out to Edens. Well, I was going to say shout out to every Eden couple. But if I was going to pick a favorite Eden, you know that I'm a Jasper Eloise girl. I'm in my reread era. I know. You and are. Oh, yeah, I meant to ask because you finished Junior for Hill. Okay. I did. I. Are we still not, not Eden fans? Well, not that we're not. I was very okay so okay I I actually have a theory as to why I can't like I like couldn't wrap my brain around this book because the narrator the female narrator does um the Kate Stewart series the Ravenhoods the Ravenhood trilogy so I think in my mind I was like I can't like I'm hearing whatever her name was Cecilia Cecilia. like I'm not hearing so like this time I was like Katie you know what you're gonna get yourself into it's Maxine. It's Maxine. So like, just yeah, like whatever. Actually, yeah. I will say this time around, Knox Eden is top tier. Oh no, he's amazing. But I don't know why he was just so forgetful. Same. Today. I don't know why either. I just wonder if it is like. I don't know. I'm still kind of with you. Like I'm almost. Yeah. With, I really have 20 minutes left of Crimson River, which I will say it's still fucking amazing. The second time around. Yeah. You know what I like that she does with her books. I'm talking like Debbie Perry, like. You know there's history with Foster and Talia. She gets you she gets you the info immediately. Like yes. we're obviously talking shorter books here, but like she doesn't drag this out to like the end. Yeah. Like she delivers. Same with um Memphis and Knox. Like you kind of get all the information up front, which yeah. is nice. But yeah, like I don't really know why it's not it wasn't like super memorable in my mind. It was really good. Yeah. I loved it. I still think Indigo Ridge is my favorite as of right now. Indigo Ridge Crimson is my second River favorite. right now is sitting at two, and Juniper Hill's at three. Yeah. I'm a Jasper Vale girl. And I think I like Crimson River so much because he fucking grovels. I I know that people don't like it because, like, the whole, like, he marries your best friend, whatever. And I'm with that. But I like that she did write and, in, like, yes. that nothing's ever happened sexually. They never kissed. Yeah. But I really star. like Foster, and I love the groveling. Same. Like, the way, like, he grovels, I'm like, all yeah. right, like, ten points. But, like... I'm obviously very excited for the, the next one. Yeah. So like I ha- like that these are like what like when we start to read them more frequently. So I feel like they do tend to jumble now in my mind. Yeah. Like, that's my wife. Like that's my one like sticking point. But I'm curious to see how I do like Jasper and Eloise again. I know. I'm worried though because you didn't like the audio book the first time around. Okay, I was gonna say I told you. I'm to read stopping it, yeah. immediately in reading. Okay. <laughs> like I've learned my lesson. I hated that audio book. Yeah. Um, okay, so just like a little duet that I've talked about a few times on here, my MM hockey romance, like couple of like the, my life, um, Shane and Ilya from heated rivalry in the long game by Rachel Reed. I would give my soul for these two. They deserve the entire world. They are the most precious, beautiful, lovely little peanut baby boys 
that I've ever met in my whole life. They are on rival teams. They're drafted like the same year, like one and two in the draft. They've always been rivals. And then they are drafted to rival teams. So like that, but there's an attraction and like, there's like the secret romance over like seven years. They like, they like, every time they play each other, they're in the same city. They like secretly meet up and then they just kind of like start, like it starts to like kind of progress more and they just like fall in love and it's like so wonderful. And I just, I love them so much. And I think everybody should read it. Um, you with a view. <gasps> Noelle and BL. Oh, so good. One of my top oh, favorite reads of same. last year. Same. And I'm so excited for her new book because I heard that it's I like, wait. yeah. Um, okay. I'm going to throw in a fantasy couple. Okay. Max and Tisana from Daughter of No Worlds. As we should. Like those two friends to lovers like just like ride or die for each other like yes. so supported and like just chef's kiss curse of broadbent she just whatever she put in that book shove it up my butt um gwendolyn and graham from bad luck charm this is like she was so infatuated with him when she was a child has like an embarrassing moment happen between the two of them because he's older like, basically, fuck, it's enemies to lovers. Like, more enemies on her side. Like, he's just, like, this gorgeous girl. Like, whatever. Like, let her hate me. At least she, like, feels something for me. Yeah. Like, it's so cute. At Last Sight comes out in March. March 1st, actually. Or 10th? March 1st or 10th. I can't remember. Um, I'm hoping I get an email for an arc. But, you know, if we don't, that's really okay. March is right around the corner. But it's such a, like, fun. If you like a cozy, mystery, witchy book, this is this is it. Yeah. Okay, a couple that we both are in love with, that we both are Pharaoh for, that we both love. You're really talking this up, girl. Who is it? Connor and Fizzy, the true love experiment. Hands down. Like, okay. Are we going to end on that note? I know. I was like, <laughs> honestly, drop the mic. Um, if you want to talk about perfect couple, that they are literally the perfect, perfect couple. couple. Like, they are two characters that you meet and you are like, these two are perfect for each other. They're amazing. I've never had so much fun reading a book in my life. I take that back. I definitely have. But, like, you know what I mean? Like It's, like, one of those, yes, one of those books that there is the entire time. You're just, like. This is the best thing in the entire world. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. I agree with you agreeing with me. Beautiful. I love that we're agreeing. Um, <laughs> I'm just, like, just spewing through, and I'm not, like, seeing anything else. Fine. I'll go yes. one more couple. Okay. I'll go one more couple, and then I'll go one more right after that, that that you'll agree with that I feel like is not on your radar until I'm going to say them. Okay. But before I say them, I have to go um, Johnny and Shannon from Binding 13. Like again, two soulmates put on this planet to be with each other. Check trigger warnings if you're ever going to read any of those books, but Katie won't because she no. can never handle it. But I implore all of you to read it. Love and I implore all of you to get through the first few chapters because I saw a TikTok where this girl was like kind of talking shit on it. She only read the first few chapters and she kind of was missing the point, mm. um, which this is not a spoiler, but um, Shannon is like continuously in the beginning, not even in the beginning, like throughout the book, she's continuously referred to as this like tiny, petite, like skinny, like little thing. And it's not in like the, oh, I'm just like a little girl. Like, you know, how like some authors like write like, oh, yeah. she was so tiny and little. It's like really driven home with Shannon because um she's like so severely abused at home and her anxiety and she's bullied really bad at school so she has started her school and her anxiety is really high so like 
between her anxiety and also just like locking herself in her room to not be abused by her father she is like very malnourished Mm, so it's really driven home how like tiny and like skinny and like small she is and it's because she's so severely malnourished from all the trauma and then throughout the books as she's like healing and she's gaining more weight and she finally gets her period and, and it's by the end she's like it's like it's like it's a journey with her. Oh, yeah. It's not to like show that she's like oh I'm like just with like little and frail. It's like to prove prove like the what like, the anxiety really, like, and the trauma. Was, yeah, okay, yeah. that makes sense. Um, yeah. So, um, but a couple that you know maybe we don't think about because it's not like a romancy book. But Lana and Logan from my fuck. You know what's really funny? I went past Butcher, um, Butcher Black, and I was yeah. like, oh, it's Lana, like Lana and Logan, yeah. Yeah, like honestly, amazing. like I love them. I need they're to so read them. I actually we should do a reread of those. The audiobooks are on Everand. Or, yeah. Yeah. So I feel like we should do that one yeah. day. Yeah. That like that series is amazing. Crack, if you will. Crack cocaine. Yes. Yes. Um. So those are my favorite. Same. I'm sure that we're missing a million, but you know what? Shut up. Don't bully me, but also let us know who your favorite couples are. Um, but also next week, Bride by Allie Hazelwood, mm-hmm. which like, did you, you didn't read it yet? Did no, you? I haven't bought, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to go to Barnes Noble. Oh, right. Yeah. To buy it tomorrow because the paperback and the Kindle are basically like $3 apart. So I'm like, I'm going to buy it. Yeah. Honestly, it's it's a pretty cover. It is a pretty cover. Um, so we're gonna be reviewing that next week. The following week, we have our interview with Liz Tomford. So exciting. Um, and then after that, it's March. And honestly, we haven't thought about March yet. So come back no, later to find there. out. <laughs> yeah, should we actually we actually we should probably talk about that. that? Yeah. Um, not here. We'll uh we'll update you guys when we have an update. But on that note, Katie Jean. Thank you so much for listening to our episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to subscribe to receive notifications anytime a new episode drops. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at thebff.bookclub. If you have any comments, questions, book recommendations, or books you want us to talk about in future episodes, please send us an email at thebff.bookclub1 at gmail.com. We appreciate your support. See you, fuckers. See you.